hello and welcome to this Welsh Football Fans podcast with me, Alex Feeney. But it won't be me for very much longer, although it will be me because you'll be hearing me again very shortly. Anyway, that's not important. What is important is you're about to listen to something that we first did as a Welsh Football Fans Wales Watch Facebook Live a few days ago and is now being turned into a podcast, just in case you didn't want to look at our ugly faces uh, but you didn't mind hearing us talk crap for about an hour. So, what we've got then is the audio version of the Welsh Football Fans Facebook Live that we did, and that is now this podcast. So, by way of introduction, we're going to be talking to Ryan March, who has uh, founded Alternative Wales, which uh, it turns out is looking at alternative uh, culture and music and football in Wales, if the name didn't explain it clearly enough. Uh, also joined by uh, Fezzer, of course, and John, as always then. And if you do like uh, this as a podcast, then please do like, share, give us a lovely, lovely rating on your podcast provider, and do tell your friends, okay? On with the show. Hi everyone, welcome, welcome to uh, Wales Watch and Welsh Football Fans on your Welsh Football Fans Facebook page. I am, as ever, has as always been, Alex Feeney, and joining me on the programme tonight is not John Morgan. We don't know where he is. If anybody's seen John Morgan, would you mind just giving him a swift kick in the ribs and telling him you, you, there's something you need to be doing? He must be sat on the sofa just thinking, you know, oh, there's something, there's something I should be doing. There's something I should be doing right now, and I do not know what it is. Well... It's 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 time for him to find out. So uh, if anybody sees John Morgan, then do let him know in the most um, grievous bodily harm way you possibly can, and then we'll get him on the bloody show. Uh, but who is joining me on the show? Oh, look, there he is! Oh, there we go. Speak of the devil. It's like we apologies yeah. for that. What was that? What was that about? A little bit of a connectivity issue. Let's let's just call it that. <laughs> oh God, not you and your internet problems again. Um, oh, yes. So- it turns out, though, that John Morgan is joining me this evening. Also joining me this evening is a woman who admits that while she was uh, a student here last year, or the year before, whatever it was, uh, she, quote-unquote, worked in a chip shop where they paid her only in chips. So while we review uh, Megan Faringa's uh, employment contract very swiftly, please welcome to the show Megan Faringa, everybody. I will happily work for you guys for free chips. Family well, Fish Bar was the best place ever. I still I'm go still, there. I'm still giving them free advertising as well. I mean, blimey. Honestly. Uh, also joining me on the uh, program tonight is, uh, I, I, I could only describe him as a Wales away veteran, a uh, legend of the uh, Wales fans football team. Uh, we're going to see a bit of him in action, um, which bit oh, I'm Christ. not for, but we will see some of him in action at some point in the program. But he has started a movement. Uh, and we're going to talk to him about a little bit about that uh, in uh, in this program. Uh, Ryan Marsh is on the program. Ryan, well done, uh, welcome. Good evening. How's it going? All right, thank you. All right, Fez. What else we got? Uh, well, we've got Cardiff City. We're going to talk about Cardiff City a little bit. We're going to talk about Will Volks potentially maybe surpassing Morel in the midfield. Um, if Connor Roberts has robbed Nico Williams of his starting spot, uh, Wayne Hennessy is all happy in the under twenty threes and. Bill just scored and assisted, and I'm so excited. So, yeah, and I've got the video of it if we want to watch it, but I'm just kind of excited. Does this mean that we have to watch – does this mean we have to talk about Gareth Bale again? 
Yes. He, he's done that on purpose. He listened to last week and he thought, I need because to be back on the show. I, I really thought we didn't need to talk about Gareth Bale this week. We did a lot of talking about Gareth Bale last week against my best wishes, but okay, so he scored. And, and was it was it by any chance a little sort of dribbler, knock-in, sort of, you know, three-yard, just tap it across the line type thing? Oh, right. So he scored wow. a Vintage. Vintage Gareth Bale. Vintage Gareth Bale. Unbelievable. He, right. Anyway, he, just, Gareth... he just wanted to piss you off. That was it. That's all he wanted yeah. to do. Gareth, I hope this is the start of a uh, a glorious run of uh, goals and games for you, and we wish you all the best, and do please be fit for the Euros. Uh, Ryan, tell us about... uh, So Ryan has founded a movement, uh, and it's an alternative movement. But it is an alternative movement, though. But it is all mainly about Wales, Welsh football, Welsh culture, Welsh music, and all of that sort of uh, stuff, the stuff that we really like on this programme. Now, he's called it Alternative Wales. Now, on Twitter, it's called Alt Wales, which, to my mind, Ryan... And forgive me for going this uh, this way so early on in the uh, in the interview. Uh, it's a bit sort of like alt Wales, alt right. Well, I had the idea. Ooh. The original the original name comes uh, is sort of uh, a play on Alton de Volster, the stiff little finger song. Um, right. And when I launched, when I, I I had the idea of alternative Wales, and then when um, when I started on Twitter, I, I searched Alternative Wales, and uh, there's, a, there's an account called Patriotic Alternative, which are a far-right movement, and I kind of might Ooh, regret wow. a little bit. Um, so I'd like to just put on record here that I have got no affiliation um, to the Patriotic Alternative movement. Okay. Um, so that will be... For the views. No spreading not off. a Nazi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, I can assure you... Ryan is I'm not, not a, Nazi. a Nazi. Okay, excellent. excellent. I'm glad that you that. Uh, you made that point very clear uh, very early on because, you know, in case there was any room for any doubt at all. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Excellent. Uh, so, so if you're not spreading far-right conspiracy theories then uh, and uh, presumably calling for um, the election to be redone in the United States, what <laughs> are you doing on Alternative Wales? So I just wanted to sort of celebrate everything that... Um, that that sort of inca- uh, that that Welsh football is about. I mean, obviously there's the football side of things, but we all know when when we go on trips that the football is um, is really the last thing anybody wants to sort of do. It's usually the worst part of the trip, given the odd you know, except for the odd trip, uh, odd game here and there. Um, but you know, it's it's about um, you know the friends you meet, the people you meet, the music you listen to, the clothes you wear. Um, the politics that we we you know you share and just the good work that people do across um, across the board, whether it's like the Gol Cymru charity um, or you know the um, volunteers in the the, the, um, the FSF volunteers who look after fans um, or the you know um, or the independent people who run who run buses and just and just yeah every it's just everyone um, who just works hard um, for no pay just for the love of it and just to help other people out and I, th- I think there's a real community um that i think sort of the rest of society can learn from from welsh football um and so it's just to sort of celebrate that and just um highlight people doing good work you know there's plenty of good creatives in uh around welsh football and and yeah just just that that is it really that, that. Yeah, that, it's a big, that, it's a big yeah. umbrella, a big umbrella, basically, of of whatever is around Welsh football, whether on the pitch or or off the pitch. 
Lovely, lovely. Because we are. It's just, I mean, Wales away in particular. You know, Professor was Professor was asking just before we became, uh, we came on air. You know, what is it about Wales away? What is this Wales away thing that we talk about? This sort of <laughs> mythical lifestyle. That this uh, the, the, you know sort of legendary experience. I mean, Ron, can you sum it up about what is a Wales away? It it is. Um, someone summed it up in a, in an article um, uh, a long time ago. Um, not a long time. It was like a few years ago. It's like a traveling statelet. It's 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 like its own its own um entity um and i see people on wales away that i've don't think i've ever really seen in this country mm. uh, you know there's people who live 30 40 miles away from me that i don't see here i just see in different parts of of europe and the rest of the world um it's you just meet the best people you you have the most ridiculous experiences that you know if you were to tell someone who had no idea they wouldn't believe you um and yeah it's just the best time you know it's just i've got it is the best kept secret i think <laughs> the world has to offer yeah in world football basically yeah yeah you're giving me chills talking about <laughs> this man well i mean it can, it can kind of be it can kind of be summed up i mean the um and, and i should point out that ryan and i have never met each other in this country we've only nope. ever met each other never, abroad yeah. somewhere that, yeah. that's and I, don't, I could totally back up the i've never met you know so and so you know i i only ever bumped to them drunk in a street somewhere in eastern europe uh and it's like you know we've we've it's like we've we've known each other for donkey's years or something it's amazing exactly um so you know i mean I, probably I, I would reckon the albania game probably sums it up sort of you go to Albania. you know for number, number one who goes to albania you know nobody exactly. goes to albania so you wouldn't you just go, go would you on a holiday Exactly, yeah. So you go to Albania, which you would never go to, and then you find out that the capital is really nice, and there's some lovely bars and restaurants, and there's loads of people there, and it's brilliant. Then you get on a coach, and you drive into the mountains, and it's raining, but it doesn't matter, because you're in a lovely town with some lovely bars again, and some lots of people around, and lots of frame. And a nice then, fort, or whatever it was. Big a lovely fort, in the of town. yeah. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And then there is 90 minutes of properly, properly crap football. Oh, dreadful football. Dreadful. In the rain. In the rain. In the rain. And the best part of that game was the was the uh, choreographed Albanian ultras doing yes. an early form of social distancing over on the the left hand side. I think it was to us. Um, yep. Very. That was the best part of that game. It was. Okay. But yeah, that sums it up. How. Yeah. You know the football really. Most of the time it's, is is, yeah, is, the, is the least important part. I know people who don't even go to the football. They'll just <laughs> stay in a bar and watch it. You know. <laughs> I think someone in that game turned up at half time and left by the sixtieth minute. Yeah, I'm not um, surprised. So. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, it is. It is that's that, that, that's, that kind of that trip kind of sums it up. And you know, it's only in the dark and distant past. It was definitely you know mm -hmm. the, the football was the incidental part. You went because why wouldn't you go to Albania? Exactly. Um, so uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, think that's... I get really jealous of all the countries that you guys have been to because you'll mention countries, and I'm no joke. I have to Google them because I'm like, this just I don't that's know where this is. Yes, yeah, for Welsh fans as well. When we get drawn in groups, we go. How do we get there? It's not like, uh, oh, yeah, here we go. We know the flights are there. It's, uh, do they even do flights to that country? Do we have to get a kayak? I, how yeah. do we get there? Yeah. And you'd be amazed at the sheer ingenuity of Welsh football fans who, if you met them in the street normally, like sort of in normal circumstances, I swear to God, and I don't mean this in a really bad way, although we will come across that way, but you swear to God, they are thick as shit. And yet... They are amazing at sorting out travel to some of the most remote parts of Europe. They're amazing at it. 
How about them as friends? I need these people. Well, you need when you go Wales away, they are your friends immediately. Uh Okay, cool. Yeah, like, whales away. Can, this you can be in the middle of the middle of a city center, um, and as soon as you see someone else in a red top or a bucket hat, you're instantly, you know, on talking terms because you're all there for the same reason, and everyone's in it together. It's it's mm-hmm. um it's 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 heartwarming, and it's something that I think society in, as a whole can sort of take um uh take inspiration from. Really, I guess. Yeah. So the, the music then, John uh, Ryan. Sorry, the music is a big part of it for you then. So yeah, I think I think. Growing up um, with football, like a lot of the bands you listen to, um, are because because of football. Whether you listen to them on 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 trips or, um, I think just culturally, I think football and music cross over so much and have done um, for for you know since since sort of subcultures and countercultures have, have been a thing. Um, so that that's a big part, and I, I think there's a really new a good new uh, like a really good new. Um, sort of school of, of Welsh artists, whether, and a lot of really good Welsh language artists um, coming through the, um, come through the, 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 you know, the scene. Um, and I think a lot of people won't know about them. And I think a lot of people who do know about them would like them. And I think obviously that's something I want to do is, is put, put these bands um, onto people's radars Um you know, like we we all love the same bands, whether it be the Super Fury Animals or uh, the Manics or you know English bands like Oasis or the Stone Roses, etc. And these bands are all influenced by them. And um, and if if you like them, then you're gonna like the new stuff. And and these bands to become the size of people like the Super Fury Animals, they need to have an audience. And and I think the football audience can really be. Um, a big part of it um, again because it all works into this community um, that that we've got so is, are there any bands in particular that you're most excited about is there anyone that um, out? so there's like I think um, there's the Welsh language bands like uh, Los Blancos um, and Mest and Hill and um, i trying to think of um there's a, those are the, the three big Welsh language bands that I really like at the moment. Um, Bandicoot as well. I think that they're really good. Um, Adwife, they're fantastic. Um, so they, I, and then you got like English speaking um, acts. I think um, I've come across someone recently called Adarin. Um, she's a solo artist and she's fantastic. Just really fresh, exciting stuff. Um, and like I said, because it's all influenced by music that that so many Welsh fans do like. That I think I think. They they would like this these sort of acts and um, yeah I just want to sort of you know connect them and connect the the two worlds you know because these great record labels like Libertino um, um, out there now who are, who are, who are putting out some really good exciting stuff and hopefully because everyone's been stuck inside and so many of these creative people are doing creative things we're going to see a boom when um, we can go back to shows and, and stuff so. Um, it's an exciting time to be. I think it's like a, it's like a second coming of, of I don't like the term, but a second coming of Cool Cymru, um from the nineties. Um, on the I was, um, I was about to say Cool Cymru, but I actually stopped stop myself. <laughs> it, it's one, it's one of them. Cringe. It's like it, it does it sums it up to a point. It's like Britpop, and no one who ever gets labelled as Britpop or or Cool Cymru likes the term, but um, <laughs> it is but, the term. Yeah, <laughs> it is the term, unfortunately, yeah. whether we like it or not. So um, so yeah. Seems wonderful. I mean, um, 
like you said about the music side of things, but a big thing as well is fashion. You mentioned about the bucket hats, the red jerseys, yeah. and it's people like buying into it because of clothes. Yeah, like you know, there, there is like the, the casual culture of the seventy, the late seventies and eighties. Um, you know, it's it's adapted a bit, and I think with Wales compared to watching like uh, watching Cardiff, my club side, um, you see a lot more colours. Um, yeah. people aren't afraid to wear shirts. And I think like there's been the resurgence in retro gear and vintage gear, which I think, um, uh, but yeah, I, I, it all plays part. Like Tim, Tim did it, has done an incredible job. at period of 58. Yeah. Mike. There's Tim, Tim um, Williams, a spirit of 58, big fan of the show. Yeah. Like he's, he's been incredible um, in terms of he just, he's just on the button with everything he does. And I mean, because, because it's, it's, it's not someone on the outside doing something. It's someone who lives and breathes as a community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, knows exactly what, what, what they want. Um, and, you know, can turn, you know, the bucket hats have just. Have They're just incredible. Clean, you know, it's, it's insane. You, you, like hundreds and hundreds of, it, it is, it, it, it really is. And it's, it's unique. It's different. You, you know, you don't see, I think, Especially I'll be honest, like, I've yeah. never seen bucket hats before. Like I went to the my first game ever was the Wales Hungary <laughs> qualifier two years ago. And um yeah, the first thing I noticed was everyone in bucket hats, but I didn't call them bucket hat, they're fishing hats where I'm from. Mm. And I was like, why is everyone wearing fishing hats with like little clips in them? I couldn't get around it, but it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And then everyone had the um had the flags like draped around them like yeah. capes, and every single person was decked out in colors in like I had never seen anything like that. Like people in the States do not go to games dressed up like that, unless you're a Saints fan. Like that would be the only case you would do it. And of course you're And it's partly why the red wall has been born because you look at those photos from the Euros and it is a block of red. Everyone is wearing red. It is just, it's it's like a perfect block. It's incredible. Um, So yeah, I think that's a massive part of it as well. And you know, there's, there's, there's plenty of other people doing stuff. Um, um, in terms of like creating clothing and and um, other merchandise out there, um, and yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. And people buy into it. That's the thing, you know. It's it's because um, because what people want, you know, especially when it's done by someone on the scene rather than just another sort of um, chancer who comes along and sort of thinks we can yeah. cash in on this. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, they're genuine people. You know, like I know Tim's been going, you know, for for for, for tens of years now, and um, you know, so he knew, he knows what it's all about. Um, which is which yeah. is why it works. He gets it. He totally gets it. Yeah, which you know, mm-hmm. which is remarkable because you do. You sort of you look at him and you look at this guy from Bala, and he's got a bit of a <laughs> uh, bit of a paunch on him. Um, and normally, okay. when when I do meet him abroad, he is utterly hammered, regardless of the time <laughs> of day or night. <laughs> like um, most ninety five percent of the the travelling support usually is exactly that. But it turns out that he is a fashion bloody genius. Mm. Amazing. Well, the got Amazing. one of Wales, isn't he? Yeah, he is the got like, one of Wales. Yes, and it's good quality stuff as well. It's not, it's not yeah. a cheap throwaway. No, no, no. yeah, exactly. You know, no, buy no, it no. on the buy it on Queen Street on a Saturday night sort of stuff. It's, oh. it's genuinely good stuff, and it's not it's not cheesy. It's not cringy. It's not over the top. It's just on point, and and I think it, yeah. it, and that's what's made it so successful. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm like, you can't say anything more about it really. 
So a lovely, a lovely reminisce with uh, with Ryan there. We'll uh, we'll talk to him, uh, of course, throughout the program as well. Get his views on uh, latest Wales news as well. Let's go to the comments then, as you are the guys that actually the guys and girls that actually make the show entertaining. Let's face it, we just <laughs> fill in the blanks until one of you says something funny. Uh, Evan Williams says, "Marchy masterclass." Uh, Hi, there, there, there we are. Uh, Triple Charlie says, "Ryan March, Wales borders team midfield maestro." Yeah, it is very good. Well, kind. it's not um, like Charlish to be talking at a shite, so... Um, yeah, no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> uh, there we are. Uh, Lee James says, well, it's an, exclu- an inclusive club, but everyone is welcome. That's what oh, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Amala says, and you climb pyramids? I do, yeah. In 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 um, in Tirana, the pyramid, I managed to get to the top, um, which was worrying when I had to realise I had to come down. You know, the big concrete <laughs> pyramid in the oh, middle yeah, of the yeah, you climbed up there. Um, yeah, somehow I managed to get to the top, um, and it's a lot higher than it looks. And I just thought <laughs> it was one of them. I think it actually popped up the other day on on one of my one of my like the Facebook memories of me talking to someone, and I think I said I'm still in purgatory, living on top <laughs> of the top of the pyramid because it was daunting. Um, I had to slide down um, quite a large Soviet pyramid in the middle of Tirana. What made so, you want to climb to the is, top? Because you don't see a big concrete pyramid every day, do you? And that when you wheels away, and when it's climbable, away, yeah. when it's climbable, you've got to climb it. Anything um, can happen. Anything can happen for the best, yeah. best, I've, better, or worse. I've seen, I've seen yeah. that on t-shirts. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. if, it's, if it's climbable, you've got to climb it. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we climbed up the. Uh, there was. The, did you see that? Do you remember the big glass sculpture um, in uh, in Tirana? Um, that? Oh, that, that was. I can't remember what that was off the uh, off the main sort of the main strip down to the. Uh, uh, down to the river, sort of thing. I can't remember where exactly where it was, but I just remember that um, we were we thought we were being really daring because we were climbing this glass, and it was glass. Mm. Everything was glass. You could see through. What you were standing on, you could see through. Everything around you, you could see through. And you're thinking, any minute now, we're going to go straight through this. And we thought it was really daring because it was raining and it was a bit slippy. <laughs> well, that was it. The the pyramid was slipping. It had all like graffiti on this. So it was like dried paint, so it made everything even more slippery. Yeah. Uh, so. Chopper's baggy says, "Wales away is an experience never to be missed. It is life." Life as a I really want to do this. I want to go to Wales away. Uh, Albania, do you remember the downpour when we were getting back off the buses in Toronto? Yeah, do you know what, Rob? Yes, yes, I do remember that. Downpour. I don't think I was dry for the whole time I was there. I kept no, having to no. go back to the hotel and change my socks. Absolutely, absolutely. I took two enough. pairs of socks to the game wow. just in my, in, in my coat pocket because I was yeah. sick of having wet feet. Uh, John Williams says, I had my policeman's helmet on, checking on everyone's behavior. <laughs> Well, I was kind I'm, of it. I'm assuming he's referring to something about, uh, somewhere else in the, in the program that we might have spoke said about. Uh, Earl, Big Earl says, Masters in France. Uh, David Roberts says, I've got a picture of you somewhere in a bar in Elbasan. <laughs> a little yes, probably. I have. don't doubt it. Yeah. Where was Elbasan? That was the city we played in, in um, Albania. Albania. Was, ah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I'm not surprised then, David. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's Rob Angus Angus got to say? He says Wales when we are not successful, that's the hardcore, a few hundred away, and there are there always are there always are the uh, the ones that say you know were you there in Bosnia in whatever year it was when there was only eighty of them and it was in the pouring rain, it was up in the mountains and you know like but when you talk to people who do, who do Wales away, it turns out that there were thousands of them there. They're all claiming to be there. There were only about eighty of them. I, I think that I think it'll change now. I think even if we do become when we inevitably uh, become shit again, um, which just ha- tends to happen, you know, when eventually it'll happen. I think too many people 
know about the experience now because of the Euros. I think it just changed everything because so many people got to experience it. I think people are hooked, and like I said, I think people learn that it's not about the football. And I think even if we do, yeah. obviously, I think numbers will dwindle if we if we do become shit again. But I don't think it'll yeah. ever be like it was, you know, early nineties when forty people went to Moldova or whatever it was. Exactly, because you because you know one or two of the purists they're hoping for a little bit of. Crap. There's a, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, to assert themselves, just to say we are still the hardcore. We're but... still the hardcore. Yeah, yeah. We're still there. You know, we 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 turned yeah. up in you know wherever it was. Anyway. Uh, I think we get uh, we get all the time. Mandy Martin says, "What's the worst thing you've ever eaten on Wales away?" I think she's. My, that's what, like, my mum's trying to get some dirt out of me there. I think she. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, to be honest, we when we went to China, I I didn't really get involved with the the snakes and the spiders. And scorpions, like some of the others did. Um, I watched. I watched our good friend Dibs uh, eat a, a scorpion and a snake consecutively, which was interesting. But I did try a bit of bullfrog. I guess that was they probably even, the weirder one. Yeah, they weren't even on the menu. Dibs just found no. Them the yeah, just found them in the street. Found them. Yeah, um, yeah, probably bullfrog. I think um, on. Oh, actually, actually, tell a lie. I think I know what she's getting at there. It, it was a. Yeah, we, we went to a crepery in. Um, I bet my dad's laughing his big laugh now. I can I back and picture it now. We went to a crepery in um I think it was Valenciennes, which is just outside Lons the night the, the day before the England game. Might have even been the morning of the England game. So my stomach wasn't great anyway. Um and I don't like savory crepes. Crepes, whatever they're called. I can't remember what it's pronounced. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're not French. Doesn't matter. Crepes, you crepes. You you're absolutely what? right. The savory crepes crap. 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 Not yeah. not a fan. So I I was no. after a Nutella number to get the day started. Um, but it was it was savory only, um, and then there was some sort of you know loose translation of it was some sort of sausage one. I thought I'll just eat the sausages without the the, the, the crepe, you know. But it wasn't sausage; it was um, some sort of intestinal um, meat, um, and it came out, and I've never smelt anything like it. Um, and it's the only thing I've, I've just physically I've ordered in a restaurant and physically couldn't eat because it, it just smelled awful, and I think my stomach was nervous for the day ahead anyway. Um, or it was the night after the game, and I was sick after that England game anyway. Um, yeah. But it was it was horrific, and I will never ever forget the look of it. It looked like a placenta. That's the only thing I could. Um, so, you know, was that? I've seen a, many placentas in my time, but in Lons, was it right? Ne- was it near the um, the fan zone? As you come up, no, from the road, we were in we were in a pub on the corner because we, we seen something really similar to that as well. Yeah, we were in a town, I think Valenciennes, which was about half hour train ride away because we didn't really want to um, be with all the uh, the, the English uh, fans. So we um, we we got a place outside the city, um, thankfully. But it was just a little French creperie. Um, oh, yeah. not good! Yeah. Not good. The same there we was are, in the so... whole area. Mm. So, Mama March, it turns out that intestines and crabs is probably the worst thing he's eaten when yeah. uh, when on Wales away. Well done. Uh, thanks for yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, uh... You know, little delicacy. Uh, Lawrence Moore is complaining because in Albania, I made us walk to the buses and we got absolutely poured on. And yes, then we were steaming, uh, and literally steaming. Steam was coming off us on the bus <laughs> as we went up the mountains to uh, to Elvisan. Um, Marlo's back. He says, Ryan, he was crying on top of that pyramid until I pushed you. Yeah, down. couldn't. I was so worried about how I was going to get down. And then yeah, I got a I got a bit of encouragement from Marlo, and I think we slid down on my very slowly slid down on my bum. 
but we got there. I'm still, I'm still standing. Uh, Kevin Davis, uh, another uh, um, big uh, uh, Wales away guy and uh, heavily involved in Gold Cymru as well. So spot on Ryan. The number will drop, but the best kept secret is out. There we are. See, this is this is all this is all stuff you've you've yet to discover first. You know, you've got, I know. Last, last week, last week you wanted to go and watch a Wrexham game, and now you want to do Wales away. I know. I don't know if there's like a like a, a ladder I'm meant to go to. Like, do I can I go straight to Wales away, or do I need to kind of like steady myself and go to Wrexham first, and then it's like, right, you've taken this first step, and now you can do Wales away. I don't do think. It. I I think, uh, and here's a seamless segue. But I think you need to go and see a couple of Welsh league games first. Yes. Okay. Cut your mm. teeth in Newtown or, or Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. Or Panabont. Um Panabont. where uh, where Ryan, it turns out, is the new uh, newly installed media guy there. So um you've got to be fairly quiet recently, surely, Ryan. It's um Yeah, just trying to keep keep active while while there's no football on the pitch, but hopefully uh in a couple of weeks we'll be able to start again now. Um yes. and I can get so stuck into to some, well, actually watch some live football for the first time in over a year or whatever it's been now. Because we're all waiting on the uh, we're all waiting on the Welsh government tomorrow for uh, for their announcement on what we can and can't do. So uh, yeah, be... so yeah, the I think the provisional date is the fifth of March. So fingers yeah. crossed, Drakeford gives us the thumbs up to go, and we can um, and then and about yeah, the way. Bit, of, bit of football can start again then, <laughs> with or without fans. Because what's it, what's it been like being involved in a Welsh League club at the moment? So yeah. I've only I've only I've only been involved for about a month now. Um, and Penabon are lucky because I think their players are signed on to professional contracts, so they're allowed to train still. Mm. So they're, they're still working hard on the training pitch. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of regulations and rules they've got to adhere to. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to experiencing um, some, some, you know, being involved with match days and, and stuff. So uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing that get going. Um, yeah. But it's obviously got to be tough because obviously, you know, so much of so much of their income is from um, gate receipts, and obviously they haven't been able to have them now for about a year. So um, fingers crossed, we still got all the Premier League teams. I know Real went, didn't they? Which was sad, uh, considering you know they're one of the oldest teams in Wales. Um, I think they've got a, um, uh, a Phoenix team now. So uh, fingers crossed, we don't lose too many through the pandemic. Um, because without them, you know, we don't have the national team. You know, so many players have come through the um, through the Welsh system, and someone you've got to, someone's got to start playing somewhere. So, it's not, you know, there's got to be grassroots teams for players to play for. Um, and without them, you know, if you don't play for Bridgend Town or Penabont when you're um, when you're six, you, you you know, you may never we we won't we won't have professional players because that's where they get found. You know, so it's important we sort yeah. of look after them. So. Uh, Cumbria Premier game or a Cumbria South game. That's what you need to go and watch us. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. I want to do this, especially if they start playing on March 5th. We'll, yeah, we'll, well, hopefully, um, I'm assume, I, I would assume fans would be allowed back into um, Cumbria Premier, Cumbria North and South games before um, Cardiff, Swansea, Wrexham, etc. Um, so... I think hopefully that'll benefit the league massively as well. If people are going to be itching to watch football and if you can't go and watch Cardiff or, or Swansea or Newport or Wrexham, then there's plenty of other clubs on your doorstep at various levels. So um, I think it'd be it'd be good for people to get their football fixed that way going forward as well because they're going to need it more than Cardiff and Swansea and Wrexham and Newport. Cool. Uh, right, back to the uh, back to the comments. Uh, Lawrence Mora says, "Never mind the worst food. Some of the best was when myself and uh, our look went to a restaurant in Baku oh, with the marches. Oh, what my a word. restaurant that was! Yeah, that was a that was a particular uh, favorite of of mine. 
Um, we had some big, ridiculous meat platter. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was yep. a, in some. They had a, it was a big tree in the middle of the restaurant. Just one of them. Um, I think I think we had I had I had baklava for the first time there, which was which was a game changer. Um, but yeah. I'm a man of of, of uh, I, I I got f- food stories from all over the world. I could yeah. I could bore you with them for for hours. Yeah, that that is another thing as well. You know, don't don't think that like, Wales away are out there they're, they're living on burgers or you know we're all they, they, we have nice food. That's mm. what I was imagining because like if you oh, go going, to like an away going, university yeah. football game or something, that's what I'm using. Like my away games are university stuff. You eat chips and you might find a hot dog on the way I, to the stadium. Like that's it. That's what you're mm. eating. I mean, no, no, no. They, they, they were slap at meals, but but there was also sixty p chicken kebabs from from yeah. street vendors as well. There's no denying you do eat some 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 dodgy stuff, but uh, you've got to you've got to embrace yourself in the food of of the the local food delicacies. So um, yeah, just like just like myself, just like myself and the Eatsleep Media team did in uh, Zagreb when we went for Vietnamese. Good proper exactly. local, good uh, local, good local stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody amazing. It's the names of the all the foreign food is brilliant. Oh yeah. Like, there was one in Lons, generally it was called Ask Kebab. I'll try and find the photo. We took a photo <laughs> of the of the name of it on the menu. Mm-hmm. And it's literally called Ask Kebab. And you well, like you said, it's it's 70p, 60p. Yeah. You don't, don't want to know, know what's whether... in it. No. No, I don't know whether you uh, you ever uh, made it to Belgrade at all, John, but um we uh, we uh, stumbled upon a restaurant called Food Porn there. And uh, all of the entire menu was named after porn stars or sexual positions. Um, But I will say it was some of the most amazing food I've had. It really was. Lives up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, the double penetration was absolutely glorious. (laughs) It really was. I think we should just get our clip and link it with something else. Just get Alex saying that. Out of context, Alex Feeney. Yeah, out of context. (laughs) Uh, Kevin Davis says, Tim Hartley's the man for food. He had offal in Montenegro, amongst other meaty things. Uh, John Williams says, David Roberts, that was me. John Williams seems to me like he's having a different conversation to other people this evening. (laughs) Uh, L. Palmer says, placentas make you big and strong. This beard is built on boiled placentas, which... Cast Ooh. some sort of uh, sinister shadow over um, uh, dinner at the uh, Palmer household. Uh, Megan, you need to weave yourself in with a Carmarthen Town match first. That might be quite nice. I can go for it. That'll be my first one. Yep. And uh, Kevin Day says, up the Met, Cardiff finest. Maybe, maybe not. Um, right. Uh, so, um, yes. Oh, yes. Your favourite Wales away food. Your worst favourite Wales away food. Anything like that. Wales away experiences. We need to. Um, we need to prepare mentally. Prepare uh, Fezza for um, the, uh, the 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 sheer journey that is Wales away, both metaphorically, physically, uh, and um, uh, atmospherically. Uh, Kevin says the whole fish I had in the Ukrainian lorry ferry. They served it up to th- three different meals, and I didn't touch it. We were stuck on the ferry for six days on the way to Georgia. I swear to God, every time Kevin tells this story, it gets longer. <laughs> stuck on a ferry for six days? It's one, of them, not- sto- it's one of them stories where um, I kind of wish wish i was on the ferry for six days because it would make for a good story but yes. i also really glad i wasn't on the ferry for six days and enjoying myself <laughs> in Tbilisi. i i think saying on the ferry for six days sounds amazing but six days actually on a ukrainian lorry ferry i i've got to you know I, i'm struggling to see anything any upside any upside at all it's a story uh, though 
It is a story. It's a hell of a story. Yeah. Uh, so the backstory to that, uh, Fez, is that occasionally um, some people, um, some very, uh, very strange, weird, um, miraculously amazing people uh, decide to buy a an old car here and then drive it to the game. And from, like, yeah. you know, from here, yeah. yeah. They, so they, they always pick the furthest one away as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, not, it's not Belgium or France, it's... It's no, Georgia it's got to be it's got to be worth it. Yeah. So Georgia, Azerbaijan. Yeah. So that was so they were driving from Wales to Georgia to Tbilisi. Was it Tbilisi? Mm-hmm. Um, for the uh, for the uh, the Georgia game a couple of years ago. And yeah, they were stuck on a Ukrainian lorry ferry somewhere in the Black Sea uh, for six days, apparently. Although I'm pretty sure it was three when they arrived. <laughs> it's got longer over the years. It probably, felt, it probably felt like 20. I it probably did. It probably did. Anyway, they made it. And then they sell the car when they get it, or they give it to a charity or something. They raise money all along the way. They do then. incredible work. Oh, they're what? amazing work. They, oh, they're, God, they're yeah, be- yeah. Gaul are better ambassadors for our country than any politician ever could be. They're, they're incredible. They do amazing Great. work. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that I've partaken in stuff to help raise money. And hopefully, with Alternative Wales, we can work with Gaul as well going forward because um, they do incredible work. They do. Um, they do. And have changed lives all around the world. You know, when they brought Serbian kids over to, for one of the games in a few years ago, um, I'm sure you know memories that, were, that those kids will have forever. So, big shout out to Gol. And if you you know if you do want to donate, then I think they've got to just give give in page. So yeah, um, so it's for uh, get on that. And they, like and Andrew Dowlin as well. Big shout out to Andrew Dowlin as who's running 52 marathons this year, half marathons this year, one a week for the whole year to raise money for Gol. Um, and I don't know if he's watching, but I'm sure if someone no, he's doing a hot knows him, might be doing it. Yeah, <laughs> if someone's watching and knows him, should post a link. Um, it's a an amazing cause. They do great work here and abroad. So big, big yes. up. Goal. We should be uh, we should be catching up with um, Andrew Dowling at some point to uh, ask him about his uh, 52 uh, half marathons. Just as mm. just as soon as we play rock scissors, uh, rock scissors paper stone to find out rock scissors paper. Till until we fix it, so Fezza has to go when we because you know obviously they're going to have to run with it. So that's what's that's what's going to have to. Uh, Mandy, uh, your mum? No, actually, it's your dad. What is it about uh, dads or uh, stepdads who aren't allowed to use their own Facebook? They're just yeah. It does say a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> Favorite three Wales away countries. You can't um, choose the Euros. No, no. China was. Just a whole experience in itself. Um, China, I think Ukraine was great. I loved Ukraine. What what a great place. Um, trying to think now. There's there's too many too many competitors. Um, we'll throw Albania in there as well. I really liked Albania. I feel I could yeah. see myself going back there um, when possible. I, I think it was a great place. But I China, a... especially number one, because obviously that was just completely different to anything else. I had a I had a star shaped pizza in Albania. There we go. What a place! Wow, concrete pyramids <laughs> and star shaped pizzas. Exactly. Yeah. So they, it was round, but then what they did was they made a small incision and then just sort of turned it over, and what you ended up with uh, was a, a star shaped pizza. Absolutely stunning. Y'all should really do the marketing for Albania because y'all seem to really pump it up a lot. <laughs> it was amazing, absolutely amazing. Well, also, no, Kevin Davis, you will not come on and tell the ferry story, all right? Because by the time we get you on, it'll be like six days or so, eight days, twelve days. 
just well, honestly, let it go, man. Let it go. Um, yeah, Albini was. I mean, just there was just so much about it. It was just like just incredibly funny because this 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 uh, the culture shock of the, there being so much ex-Soviet stuff there. Uh, the buildings and you know things just lying around, and then you would walk into an an incredibly nice restaurant, and have some lovely food, and then you would you know the next day you'd go to a painfully trendy coffee shop, and while you were in the coffee shop, the power would simply go out, and we'd go out across the entire city, and we were the only ones because we we're the tourists there, obviously looking around, going, "What the hell's happened?" Everybody else just carries on as if nothing happened. So it was totally used to it. It's just like bang, no, no, no problem. Yeah, absolutely, deal with this, no problem at all. Comes back on again, and everybody just carries on. It was just anyway. Uh, Chopper says Belgrade found a bar that served bottled beer with cannabis and it went brewed. Mental oh. stuff. Uh, Belgrade was where I found that everything in Serbia had meat in it, regardless of whether or not you wanted it to. Uh, Mala says uh, New York from Mexico, Belgrade, and Budapest. Good choices. Good choices. Yeah. Bloody hell, Dan James has scored for United. And he had an assist. He assisted um, Bruno Fernandez earlier. Well, we should probably talk. There must, there must probably, be an international break coming up. There must be, yes, yes. <laughs> we should probably talk about um, uh, Welsh football then, um, uh, at some point, rather than just reminiscing about food and um, various uh, far-flung corners of the of the world. Uh, Ryan, we're going to. Well, I suppose we'll inevitably we're going to have to talk about Gareth Bale then. Uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Bale thoughts thoughts about Bale dreams. It is dreams. what it is with Bale, in it. I think, I think you can't you can't deny what he adds to to, to Wales and. He, he can if he didn't play for a year. I know if 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 he wasn't wasn't carrying any injuries, if he turned up for Wales, then he's going to give it his all. So I can't complain. You got to play him. You got to bring him. Um, I just hope he's happy. Really, I don't really mind what he's doing on the pitch for Spurs. If he's on the pitch for Spurs, just hope he's happy. He deserves to be happy, doesn't he? He's made plenty of us happy. So um, Mourinho is Mourinho, and yeah, just you got to take everything with a pinch of salt that he says and. I'm bored of him now. Looking forward to the day he doesn't manage another team in 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 England. But um, what can you say? I, he he'll be there in March, and I'm sure he'll give it his all. And again in June. And I think honestly, I think he's just going to tick himself over until hopefully we qualify for Qatar and he gets a World Cup for Wales. Um, and hopefully he goes out winning the World Cup, and that'll be it. And he'll go and join the PGA Tour then, or whatever he's going to do after. <laughs> I like, like this perfect idea. Man. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, it's it's foolproof. I think yeah. it'll be fine. I think if you, as long as you tell him, I think he'll he'll snap that up, and then we're good. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think literally, I think he's he's a, he's a rare case that he's 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 playing club football so he can carry on um, for his country, which a lot of people do. Um, you know, how many people have retired from from their, their country um, to carry yeah. on playing for their club? I think he, he's almost the opposite. Um, and we're lucky to have someone like him. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is with him. As long as he's fit, come come March and June and September and whenever we play, I don't mind what he does in between. <laughs> I suppose there's always, you know, there's always the, the, the potential, isn't it? You're always, you're always. There's always that moment of magic, that potential moment of magic, isn't it? Mm. Well, yeah, you know, he's got he's he's got so much in his locker, and what he, and what he adds. Probably off the pitch as well. You know, he's best mates with everyone. You know, he's, there's no ego with him. He's he's fantastic. Um, I've got absolutely no bad words to say about him. Um, I couldn't care less what's happening at Spurs. So as long as he turns up in March and he he gives it his all, which I'm sure he will, then whatever. Well, Dan James, then. I was... it's, a shame, it's a shame he didn't go to Leeds, isn't it? 
Uh, I like you, Ryan. I like you a lot. It's a shame he didn't go to Leeds because he'd have been perfect for for what they're trying to do. Yeah, and he would have been treasured. I know. I know. I know that by not going to Leeds, he got probably a dream move to Man United. But it was probably he played one season of senior football, like one full season, and and then. He got thrown in at the deep end of United because of how badly they'd been mismanaged um, yep. and they didn't have any other players. And he, he did well, but he was always going to burn out, and he did. Um, and he's an easy target, isn't he? Because like most Welsh players, for some reason, they're easy targets for English clubs, uh, club fans. Um, yeah, the first half on Twitter, people were saying just that Dan James was a spectator. He wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And he, tonight he's got a goal and an assist to his name. And I don't know, I just think... Confusing. If he was English, they would they would be raving about him. Like you said, Rice, uh, for some reason, England don't like us. They mm, don't like any don't success from Wales. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, again, it's, it's similar with, with Bale. I know come March. Yep. He's, he's been fantastic for us in the last campaign. He was, he was he, you know, arguably more effective. Well, he was more effective than Bale on the pitch. Um, and, yeah, he's, it, and hopefully we'll get a... I think Leeds always been sniffing around, so you never know. He might get to, to end up at Leeds at some point. That'd be a great but he'd move. Be perfect he's, yeah. the, the intensity that Leeds play with, he's perfect for it. You know, he's a hard worker. He's he fast as anything. And yeah, fingers crossed, he he, he gets a a better move where he can he can be happy and play good football again. It's just it just feels like you just you just want people to be happy, Ryan. Well, yeah, it is. Uh, I, it's it, it's that thing with the Wales squad. I think that that the FAW have done really well to do it. Is they just feel like your mates, don't they? And you just you just want them all to be happy. You know, <laughs> it's as simple as that. And as long you know, as long as they play their best for Wales, I don't really care what they're doing for their clubs. Um, yeah, you know. So they um, really and- do love the fans, don't they? That's the thing. Yeah, you can oh, tell. The, it's the connection. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andy JS says, how do you think we as fans should mark Chris Gunter's 100th cap? Um, there's, oh, there's only one, no, there's only one answer to this. Connor Roberts um, to make a statue. Okay, there are two answers to this. <laughs> um, and the other, of course, is to go and get completely guntered. Yes, uh, that word is coming back. We haven't used guntered for a while, have we? No, we you haven't. Can no. It, no. You can use it with any sentence. Any sentence. And it works. Wales away, you just get gunted. See, that, yeah. that's, that's mm-hmm. exactly how you can explain a Wales away trip. Yep. Ah, oh. we'll celebrate with gunted t-shirts. I'll see if I can get some made. I'll get. We all get some for his hundredth cap. Yep. I'll get us some gunted t-shirts. Blimey, I tell you what, John, you're um, you're dipping your hand in your pocket, which is a seamless segue into something else that we spoke about last week. Now, um, if you were watching last week. You will have seen the simply remarkable um, spectacle of um, an image of Gareth Bale riding a unicorn. It's it's something that we we've, we we did, we we never thought we could top, uh, and frankly we can't. Um, uh, but it was it moved John Morgan so much that he in fact offered if to somebody if they were to have Gareth Bale mounted atop a unicorn tattooed onto and part of their anatomy, he would foot the bill for said tattoo. It was a big, it was a bold claim. It was a claim, I think, I think it was at the time, it was a bit overwhelmed with the emotion. Well, 
it turns out that somebody's taken him up on it. So the man who is responsible for the picture said that his daughter, whose picture that it is, has said she will have it as a tattoo, but she will have to wait until she turns 18 and the parlors reopen. Not sure which will be first. But, John, you should feel free to send the money over now because he is taking you up on your gracious offer. So Simon Johnson's daughter has volunteered to have not just Bale on a unicorn on her wall, but on her. And frankly, that's, that's a remarkable uh, um, uh, commitment to the cause. Um, so, um, I mean, there are all sorts of questions, and I would have thought health and safety regulations, and, and the lawyers, I think, specifically have told us not to endorse this in any way. However, you can still talk about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they, I suppose they really the, the, the only um, question on our minds is, should John stump up the cash now or wait till afterwards? Until it's on the skin. That's legal and binding then. How do I know where the money's going to be spent? I could give him the money, the 400 quid, however big it's going to be. Lo and behold, they've got a, I don't know, like a fancy new breakaway they're going on or an Airbnb support. Uh, so until the ink's on their skin, that's when I depart with the money. Okay. I don't fancy, okay, so... I don't fancy being robbed. Right. Um, so I, I then, you know, I suppose that the first thing, but, you know, we need to know how old Simon Johnson's daughter is because if she's like eight, we've got a while to wait. Um, yeah. uh, and also we'd have to question um, his his parenting if she was eight and said, I'll have that tattoo and he was fine with it until you know, when the tattoo parlor's open. I suppose we'd have to ask about that as well. There's all sorts of issues there, I've got to say. Um, that I'm not sure we need to get into, but um, yes, well, uh, anyway, um, so yeah, but John's offer is open uh, still to uh, anybody who wants to get Gareth Bale tattooed on a, on a unicorn, tattooed upon their body. Um, he's off, but it's got to be good. Actually, maybe he's got to judge it. So if yeah. more than one person is stupid enough to do it, he'll pick the best. Agreed. And when we say it's best, just... we probably mean cheapest. Yeah. Smallest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. smallest. Uh, Chopper says, talking of last week, first it was went to school with Christian Bale. This week, number two, I went to school with Darren Barnard. Did you? Who's that? Chopper. He was a he was a nomadic Welsh left back in the early two thousands. He was, yes, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've got to say, Chopper, the Christian Bale one last week that was a good one. I'm still questioning um, that a bit. If, well, John, John is is right there with you as well. He's he's not. Mm. He's not sure about that. Uh, Alan Roberts says, um, uh, oh, Chris Gunter to score a goal on his 100th cap. Maybe, maybe we, we should, in the very politest possible way, um, have a mild but successful pitch invasion and then just set up a guard of honour holding back all of the opposition players for Chris Gunter just to roam forward and finally score his first ever goal for Wales. Maybe we should do that. Against Mexico, right? Oh, against Mexico, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I love it. Let's do it. I love it. Let's do that. Yep. We're starting cool. a movement. We're starting a movement. A movement from the from the stands onto the pitch. <laughs> against many, many laws. Uh, but uh, we're going to do that then. It'd be legal. It's for Gunter. It's for Gunter, exactly. Yes. Yes, we'll just we've say got to get in the grounds first. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's that was also that as well. Yeah, yeah. Bring Trinkford with us as well. He'd love it. He'll say, Yeah, it's fine. We'll just all go on the pitch and we'll just um we'll just let Chris Gunter go and need to score his goal, and then we'll all go and get absolutely gunted. That's what'll happen. You amazing. I love it. Absolutely fine. Uh what else have we got? Um oh right, yes, okay. Um poll surveys. Fezza, we've we've been we've been asking people questions 
uh, about things. Yeah. So, and uh, Ryan, you might like this because it's your club, but we were asking people two questions. One, do you apologize to Mick McCarthy for absolutely slating him before he came in? Um, and two, does Volks get a call up to the midfield or is it still Joe Morrell above him? Well, I think midfield-wise, if we're, if we're taking four centre midfielders, I think it's the fourth spot. I think Joe Morrell's probably done enough. But it's the fourth spot because I think Matt Smith at the moment probably would be the fourth after Allen and Ampadu. Um, and I don't think Matt Smith's going to do it. And, and obviously Dylan Levitt as well. I think he's he's fallen away behind a bit. But a great move to, to Croatia for him. He should learn loads. So I think at the moment he's playing himself in to go. Um but it's a long way to go in it. But I don't think you just. I don't know. It's, I would say it's hard to second guess Giggs, but we don't even know if Giggs is going to be our manager, and that's a whole other conversation. I'm sure we probably shouldn't be having. Well, yeah, proceedings are happening. <laughs> yeah, but yep. uh, I, I think on, on current form, he, he's 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 there, isn't he? With with Alan, Ampadu, and Morel. Um, if you take two people per per position, I guess. But. Uh, yeah. Who knows? It could be yes. someone we've never heard of. Could could come what, out of the blue now. Were you one of those people that uh, looked at McCarthy when he was appointed and just went? Oh. I was quite outspoken. I really, really was angry with the whole situation. <laughs> um, I think um, Cardiff need to have a really good look at themselves on how they how they've been doing business, especially off the pitch. Um, but you can't complain at the moment, can you? I know it's early days, so um, you know jury's out at the moment. But you can't complain. He's, he's, he's playing. We've got a core of Welsh internationals there now. You know, there's know. especially with Johnny Williams to come in, which is which is always nice as a fan. Um, there's, there's, there's talented youngsters in and around the first team, um, which again is 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 been long overdue. Um, and we're getting results. It's it's snow is not the prettiest, but it's it's effective. Um, but and so you can't complain. Um, but I guess the only thing is when we're doing so well is. The club are so short-sighted, um, and they've openly admitted there is no plan. That you know, you could see him getting a two-year contract, and you know, who knows? I yeah, you know, football's a strange game, isn't it? I never thought we'd get promoted under Warnock, and look what happened there. But but it's all about what happens, what they've got planned for next. Because Mick McCarthy isn't going to be there for ten years. He isn't going to do an Eddie Howe or a Alex Ferguson. Is he? He's not that type of manager. But if he can steady the ship a couple of years, maybe even push towards promotion, bring some youngsters through, as long as they know what comes next rather than just sort of, you know, shooting in the dark, then mm. I'm all for it. But um, so far, so good. So far, so good. And he's sort, of, he sort of bringing in youngsters too. Like on um, Saturday, the, av- the bench, the average age on the bench was um, about 20 years old. Mm. And the only reason it wasn't any younger was because um, Bakuna's 29. And the yeah, next oldest one was twenty-three. Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I. It's one of them things, isn't it? With with Cardiff, I don't know how much um, people like Warnock not bringing through youngsters was because he didn't like the youngsters, or how much of it was because they weren't good enough. And to be fair, mm. when you look at what the sort of the crop Warnock had, none of them have really gone on to do anything. Um, but then you could argue that they didn't go on to do anything because they didn't get chances in the first team. So it's hard to say, isn't it, with with young players? It's there's so many variables. So who knows? Um, it's just nice to not have the stress of going to watch them week in, week out at the moment. 
and just sort of watching from afar and whatever. We're not going. Luckily, I think you said you said we're not going to go down. I think it'd be incredible if we we even started looking at um, the playoffs. But the champs championships, a strange league, and who knows? But at the moment, it's just you know. Whatever happens, happens with it. And um, if you can bring through some youngsters, that Ruben Colwell looks looks a bit of a player. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see, isn't it? I, I think that's the that's the thing at the moment. With when you're not on the ground, it's hard to be as invested as you would normally be. Um, so, are you are you prepared to apologise to uh, Mick McCarthy then, or is no. he, the jury? <laughs> I, it wasn't it wasn't so much Mick McCarthy as a as that I was angry at. Well, yeah, I mean it was a bad appointment, but it, I think the board, the way the board conducted themselves around it. There was the, the there was the meeting with fans that happened not long after the sacking, um, and I think Dalman's arrogance. Um, I, I think I feel like Dalman feels like he does us a favor, and I feel like he's that's not right. I think without us, they wouldn't have a club, and I think but Dalman seems to think without him we wouldn't have a club, and it's just not right. And I think they openly admitted there was no plan. Uh, and then we were sort of foolish to think um, anything else. And, you know, so it's more the board. I, the board, I mean, what Tan pumping money in, you can't argue that. But I just think there needs to be a bit more, um, a bit more conversations with fans and a bit more transparency on what they're trying to do. Because um, it's all well and good trying to turn a profit. But to turn a prop, you can t- look, look at Swansea. Swansea are probably turning a profit because they're doing well on the pitch and they're bringing through young players and they're selling them for high figures. If they really wanted to turn a profit, that's the best way to do it. Because um, success brings you money and money brings you success. So, But if, if you aren't getting success, you aren't going to be generating income. So, I don't know. Who knows? That was a good back one. To the, um, yes, back to the uh, success okay. brings you money and money brings you success. There's another T-shirt slogan right there. We're just, there just, like, just out over and over again. It's just like firing <laughs> them out this evening. Uh, right, back onto the comments then. Uh, Alec Roberts, full Gunter pitch invasion, he says. Uh, Marlow says, Gunter Law, lol, I have B alibi now. Uh, it means new alibi. I have a new alibi now. Uh, Your Honour, I'm uh, not guilty because uh, it was for Chris Gunter. There's, there's there you go. There. Yep. Uh, Alex says, will Bale end his career at his boyhood club Cardiff or will he do a rush and join the Reds up north? Neither, Alex. He'll go and play golf. That's what he'll <laughs> so, uh, so, there we are. Uh, well, so what was the result of the polls then that we ran, uh, Fez? What was, um, that was, was anybody prepared to uh, apologize to Mick McCarthy for... Uh... Yeah, so 79% of people said that they were going to apologize to Mick McCarthy. Wow. Which is a pretty good amount, but... Um, yeah, no, the one that's most interesting is the Alan Ampadu Morel, that one. So I asked, um, who gets the nod for the midfield call-up alongside Joe Allen? Is it Allen plus Ampadu Morel, Allen plus Volks and Morel, Allen plus Ampadu and Volks, or Allen plus Allen plus Allen? Um, all three Allens got 23% of the vote, so that's where that went. Um, no Ampadu got 6%, and Volks got 34%, Morel got 37 so it was a 3% difference between choosing Morel over Volks. Okay, tight then. Very tight. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Right then. Uh, oh, good. Right. right. Have we got anything else to talk about? Should we be saying something about uh, oh, WelshFootballFans.com? What's on WelshFootballFans.com at the moment? There is uh, something. 
a lot. Actually, there's one about Reuben Colwell. Oh, so there is one about Reuben Colwell. Then the uh, the new uh, uh, Blue Bertlet um, uh, starts as uh, who uh, got his debut uh, last weekend. Um, so yes, if you're going to find out more about him, then the, then that's there. Uh, there is an article about uh, why Belgium have moved the um, qualifier with Wales uh, away from the uh, wonderful King Mantoui Stadium uh, in Brussels out to um, Leuven. Uh, and uh, I would have thought there's a next-gen Dragons as well, isn't there? What are the thoughts, uh, Fez? Uh, yeah, well, there's still the one from Max Williams from last week. Okay, that one's yeah. still up there, yeah. So if you want to hear about a really good story about a youngster over from Welshpool who's really trying to make his name at Salford, that's a really great story. So definitely take a look at that one. That and more on the WelshFootballFans.com uh, website. Uh, now, go, go forth and uh, read and uh, be uh, entertained and informed at the same time. And if you uh, want to read any more on Welsh uh, Alternative Wales, then my first issue is out on the 8th of March. So um, we've got interviews with Josh Fishlock talking about um, legal. First, 8th of March. Um, we've got an interview with Jess Fishlock. She's talking about sort of football and, and, and off the pitch matters and what, um, what players can do um, to sort of make societal changes. She's, she's really inspiring. Um, Band uh, interview with Hit the band. We got loads of other stuff from various Welsh fans. Um, uh, we got an interview with uh, the the famous Tommy Kaus, manager of Flansanen, talking about the um, what they're doing up there. Uh, there's loads, so you can buy a subscription. It's ten pound uh, for four issues, uh, or you can buy the first issue, which is three pound on our website, alternativewales.com. And we got loads planned. So I want to do video content, uh, as you can tell. I've got plenty of opinions on things. So hopefully podcasts in the future. So um, <laughs> You want to keep yep. celebrating everything that Welsh football fans are doing, and we can. Although, um... although Ryan, just from a just from a uh, production point of view, um, most of your opinions normally end with the phrase, "Who knows?" Well, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I sort I mean, of talk my I talk myself so that, out of things as I start. Yeah, yeah, start yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of you, you go in strong, and then yeah. you sort of as you and get through it, you sort of get around. to the end of the. You just, yeah, you just go, and then I realize, you know, it's pointless having an opinion. Isn't it? You just got to watch things play out. <laughs> Brilliant. So, the, if you want to, uh, if you want to listen to uh, uh, or watch videos or listen to podcasts where um, you sort of have an opinion, but then at the end of it, you just say, "I don't really know." Let's exactly. just find out. Exactly. Then, um, alternative Wales. Hopefully, is the, uh... by the end of the year, we'll have both up and running. But at the moment, excellent. We got a print zine coming out. Um, print zine coming out um, next month. So, uh, mm. three pound on our website. In the meantime, this this very edition will be turned into a podcast. We're actually going to podcast this, and um, I mean, if you if you've so if you've watched this all the way through, you probably don't need to listen to the podcast. But if you sort of dipped in and out, or just come into the back end of it, and you're just like, oh god, I'd like to listen to that again, but uh, you know what, I really don't want to see John Morgan's face, then you can <laughs> do that because this is going to be a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So that is that's uh, that's possible. We'll we'll make that available to you. So um, you know, go go and find uh, the podcast. I think it's Welsh. It is Welsh football fans. Uh, it is available on podcast providers. Go and like, subscribe, share, uh, and uh, you know, just 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 feel the love um, when we actually do make this available uh, for other people to listen to. Minus the face. Yeah. Minus John Morgan's face. <laughs> uh, I think that just does oh, that does us this evening. Uh, Ryan, absolute pleasure, sir. Uh, thank you very yeah, much pleasure. for joining thank us. Thank you very much. Best of luck with Alt Wales, which once again, to be clear is in no way, shape, or form affiliated to any far-right or Nazi-inspired organisation, uh, whether Wales-based or uh, international-based. And our lawyers Quite the opposite, I'd like to think. Quite, Quite the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, uh, like an, 
it's like an old old Wales. Think of it that way. Yeah. Think of that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, John, uh, thanks very much for um, uh, just thanks very much for you. Thank you. Aww. Thank you for having me on. Wonderful. And uh, Fezza, I've uh, just delivered a small portion of chips around to your house to uh, pay you for this <laughs> evening. Yes. Oh man, who needs who needs a salary when you got chips? It's the least I could do. And it really is the very least I could do. Uh, you have been watching Welsh football fans. Um, <laughs> Welsh football fans on Facebook uh, this evening. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we will catch you uh, next week with. Oh, we, we actually, oh I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to say, but there is another guest next week. I'm not going to say who it is, but there is another guest. And it's going to be fun. So just, just watch. Just watch. And check out the podcast. And that then was our Welsh Football Fans Facebook Live uh, in podcast uh, form for you to enjoy audibly instead of actually watching our stupid faces on a small and pixelated screen on your uh, laptop or phone then. So if you enjoyed that, then do please like, subscribe to our podcast. There's plenty more where that came from. And then you too will have us in your pockets, so to speak whenever we actually put out another one of these uh, podcasts. Then. Uh, you will have heard Ryan plug um, almost remorselessly his um, Alternative Wales uh, stuff at the end of the programme there. Then, So it is alternativewales.com if you want to find out more about his fanzine and about what the site is doing. And you can even buy stickers, lovely Alternative Wales stickers if you so desire. That is it then for this podcast. Do, uh, do uh, tune in to next week's and uh, we look forward to seeing you then. That's it then for this edition of the Welsh Football Fans Podcast. We will catch you next time. Welsh Football Fans is an Eat Sleep Media production. <laughs>